Hey everybody, welcome to Real Brave Live. Number 68, is it? 68 or so. Today we're going to talk about the 35 greatest concerts of the last 35 years according to Spin Magazine, Spin.com, the Spin Zone. And uh, we're also going to talk about some other really fun things, such as um, things that I don't have in front of me right now. Baseball. We're going to talk about baseball. Well, you know, today is a, a palindrome day, right? Something like that. 2-2-22. So today is actually ukulele day. National Ukulele That's Day. That's right. And you've got one day. of those in your hands. And I'm Kevin. And he's Kevin. Uh, yeah, so this is a ukulele. It's a small guitar. And I'm not done with my intro yet. Oh, yeah. So we're also going to talk about a couple other things. Let's get to it later. Uh, but Real Brave is a music school. That's right. Right, you know that, right? I sure do. You sure do. We do uh, lessons online. We have, a, we have our own uh, interface that you could steal at, at uh, realbraveaudio.com. <laughs> Find your copyright. <laughs> Because we are uh, friends first, teachers second. Um, yes, you can go to realbraveaudio.com. You can sign up today and uh, maybe even get a lesson with someone like that. We've got an intern cam that might be working today. All right, very good. And we've got research and facts we're going to talk about today here on the most amazing podcast. You have to like, subscribe. Smash that like button. Check us out on P, uh, P Bean. P Bean. Pod Bean. Pod Bean. Pod Bean. We're uh, broadcasting all over the world there, too, um, and on YouTube uh, and uh, all that stuff uh, here on Real Brave Live. So you've got a ukulele in your hand. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt your. your uh, no, it's fine. I wasn't ready to start talking anyway. Um, so this is a ukulele, it's a tiny guitar. Yeah, it's got four strings. It's got four strings, and they're the same as the bottom four strings of a regular guitar, except it's tuned up a fifth. So it's like if you were to put a capo on the seventh fret of a guitar, you would hear, and then the lower octave of this. So here's the interesting thing about the ukulele. Usually the top string is the low string, bass, right? But in this case, it's the second highest pitched string. So you end up with. But it's a nice resonator string, so for chords like. Yeah, you got all, all these different things. So uh, I was able to, I never played ukulele before I started working here. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. I, played, I remember asking you specifically, hey, Kevin, can you teach ukulele lesson? You're like, sure. I might have lied. Or no, I might have known enough about the ukulele to know that it would not have been difficult at all. You're like, four strings, right? I'm like, yeah. Then again, a mandolin has four strings, and that's a very different tuning system. Who's the gentleman that takes uh, uh, mandolin lessons? Uh, that'd be my, my friend um, John. Yeah. John. He's a tough, he's a tough cookie. Uh, I like that guy. He is great. He's, he's a great dude. Fantastic. Though. He came in, he wanted to learn just the theme to uh, The Godfather. The yeah, yeah, I remember that. Did you feel a little intimidated by that? Uh, not really, although he does remind me a lot of um, uh, uh, the actor that played The Godfather. Uh, Leslie Nielsen. No. He does remind me of Leslie Nielsen. No. Marlon Brando. <laughs> He's white hair. I got a lot of Marlon Brando vibes <laughs> from, from John. Uh, but he learned that, and then we did a bunch of other Italian folk songs. And um, yeah, it's a, that's a cool instrument. Another small four-stringed plucked instrument. Uh, this is a different four-string plucked instrument. It comes from Hawaii. No, it doesn't. 
Uh, Comes from Portugal. I believe that. Uh, its origins are in Portugal, uh, but it was adapted by Hawaiians somehow. They threw it 9,000 miles across the water. See now, in the 19th century, its size can vary. Larger instruments producing deeper tones. You're, you're right. Yep, yep. This is according to nationaltoday.com. Uh, I'm looking at Wikipedia, but it confirms. Um, yeah, there's different sizes ukulele. There's soprano, alto, tenor, and bass. Yeah, we've got a couple of bass, uh, which reminds me, i got to call Josh about that. Uh, we've got a couple at the Manhattan location. Really? Bass yeah, ukuleles? Yeah, well, I ordered ukuleles when we first opened there, and uh, we, we got like the big one. They're big. Bass ukuleles? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, they're in the, the little tiny room with all the garbage in it. Oh, Ooh. okay. <laughs> well, cool. Well, this is a tenor ukulele. Um, it's tuned the same. It's just bigger, so you get a little of a rounder sound. Yeah. Um, we had a ukulele building workshop here one time. We did. Just one time. Joey did that. Yep. We were building ukuleles. Yes. Uh, building, painting, assembling. It was great. Um, I didn't do an ounce of work for it, but it looked great. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Um, it was fun, uh, and it's it's an easy thing to do. It's a great quarantine project. Uh, I think maybe we're past that. But. Yeah, I, w I actually brought a couple of that we didn't use home yeah. to the girls at home, and we built ukuleles, and they painted them, and they don't work. Um, oh, shame. It was later used by recording artists such as Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby. And Elvis Presley. And Elvis Presley. And National Ukulele Day takes place on February 2nd, today. Billie Eilish is another one. Billie Eilish? Yeah. What is she doing with that? Um, birthday? Magnus' favorite artist. The song Birthday. Uh, also, uh, Jason Mraz. Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. Best ukulelist. Ukulelist? Ukulele list? What? 21 Pilots. 21 Pilots. Okay. 21 Pilots, sure. Really? Okay. My favorite ukulele song is that guy, Israel uh, Kama Kalokabula. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Into uh, What a like Wonderful World. Such, 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 such a good tune. And such a good performance, I should say. A really sad story, too. Can we go into that and making everybody really sad? Yeah, what's the saddest thing that's ever happened to you? Uh, well, that's pretty sad. He died. <laughs> um, it reached number 14 in the Billboard Digital Tracks chart. And there was a famous uh, Grace something or other, right? A Vanderwall? A ukulele player on uh, one of those stupid uh, top 40 shows that they they pull people out of the audience and make them sing yep, and yep, dance. Yep, yep. And uh, yeah. From that, like a lot of people wanted to learn ukulele. Yeah. Suddenly. Yeah. I remember that was when I started working here, I think. And society was destroyed. And society was destroyed. Very good, Greg. All right. Well, that's that. Uh, uh, I wanted so badly to living in the sunlight, laughing in the moonlight, chords. Yeah, I got it on here. What are you saying? Uh, this Tiny Tim song. Laughing in the Moonlight. Living in the Sunlight. That's, uh, is, that, uh, is that a Steely Dan song? Oh, I can't do this. <laughs> mm, I don't no, like I'm, Steely Dan. I'm not even going to. Is it? Is it going to be here? And so we go, oh, we got. I'm so happy. Happy go lucky me. I just go my way, living, living every day. Oh, that song? That's from Insidious. When that song Things that bother you never bother me. Uh, I feel so happy and fine. Ha -ha. Okay, okay, okay. Living okay. in the sunlight, right. laughing in the moonlight, having a wonderful time. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. The precursor to Weird Al. The proto Weird Al. Yep. 
Speaking of Tiny Tim, uh, Derek Jeter wore the number two uh, for the New York Yankees. Yes, and he played shortstop. Shortstop, very and good. And ukulele. Yep. So there's a number of posts today trending on Twitter saying that today should be um, National Derek Jeter Day. I agree, and I think we should force it on the entire world. Yeah. Even though he takes up one small microcosm of one country of, in, in the entire world. Yeah. And math is... It's, uh, it's open source. You can own numbers. I guess. I mean, I've always been fascinated with like things such as like 1111. No, numerology. Yeah, like make a wish, 1111. Yeah, yeah. One of my ex-girlfriends used to say like, it's 1111, make a wish, and I'm going to do it. I've been doing it for years. I've always enjoyed the time 1234. Why? Because it's 1234. Oh. But yeah, today is February 2nd. 2022, or just 22. In less than an hour, it'll be February 2nd, 2022, 222. 22 seconds. So if you find yourself waiting for that, like which I might actually, I might actually take a snapshot of that. All right. I might do it. You ever like, you're in your car, it's about the, the changeover to 100,000 miles or 29,000. I've done that, 30. yeah, several times. Yeah. And you're like watching it while you drive. Yeah, and then you, <laughs> <laughs> you're getting a video as you're driving. Yeah. Super safe. So uh, yeah, congratulations, Derek Jeter. Like he needs more attention or Way money. Go, Derek, friend of the show. Friend of the, big friend of the show. You know, uh, he's got a, he's still got that house on Greenwood Lake. Is that right? Well, yeah, he's got a mansion are you guys familiar with Greenwood Lake? Yeah. Greenwood Lake's big. It's a big lake. No, his grandfather or this family owned it, and he built built upon it. What's the address there? It's uh, two, two, <laughs> second lane. <laughs> Greenwood Lake. Derek Jeter Village. Yeah. Yeah, it's gigantic. Go check it out at Greenwood Lake. Dot Derek Jeter. Pretty good All ball right. player. Good. He did. Uh, he has uh, good RBIs. He has good RBIs. Very good. You're not allowed to talk about baseball ever again. And his uh, batting average is Ooh, it's good. pretty high. It's 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 good. Stop. It's point yeah, something something something. Stop 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 stop. His on base average is You guys gotta stop. I'm not happy with this. He wore those pinstripes. <laughs> he wore them. Listen, I'm a huge baseball fan. Uh, I've got uh, baseball stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a baseball. I have a baseball with Don Mattingly on it. Mm -hmm. Piece of Don Mattingly. Funny story is that when my uh, brother and I went to see Don Mattingly, uh, and then it was uh, my turn to take a picture with him. It was back in the day where we had to take a, bring a camera. And my brother was shaking. Great. He was so nervous that the picture came out blurry. Amazing. Yeah, and then uh, Don Mattingly looked at my brother and went, "What's up? With, what's with the nervous guy?" <laughs> <laughs> oh no, <laughs> man. <laughs> So, uh, and you know what? It's fine. Oh, he's oh. texting me right now. Hi, Tom. All right, anyway, so the, uh, the top 35 um, concerts of all time. I'm surprised you picked this. Yeah, well, uh, there's, uh, there's the last 35 years. I, j I just picked one at random, um, this list. But I wanted to talk about. You pulled a Dan Powers. About concerts. Well, no. If I pulled a Dan Powers, I'd be looking at Business, Business Insider, Insider or Forbes. <laughs> Uh, but I wanted to talk about concerts because why we have a concert coming up. No, we don't. We have three concerts coming up. We do? In the end of April. I'm not going to be here. This is going to be our continuation of our Real Brave concert series. I'm closing everything down. We uh, have a stage here, obviously. You're fired. Um, and we've done concerts. We've done two concert series since uh, the world ended. Uh, one in win winter and then one more recently in summer. 
Find your stage. And they're so much fun. It's if if you're a real brave student, you're watching this, you know. And I think Elaine, Elaine's been on this stage. If if she's watching this program, uh, she's familiar with it. Yes. The smaller version of this. Well, she no, she she has she has performed on this stage. Oh. Yeah. She used to be a student here. She used to be a student here. How long did Elaine stay with us? Does this poll count? Does what? Does poll count? Yeah, too? Paul's an extension. Okay. Paul's an extension of Elaine. Right. Well, sure. Yeah. No. Literally. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that checks out. That's, uh, that's how uh, offspring works. Yep, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, it's such a rewarding thing to, as an instructor, to see my students on stage, and even better yet, to get to perform with them. It's a lot of fun. It's great. And you proved something this past week. What's that? With math. I did. What did you prove, Kevin? Um, that uh, the the uh, gravitational constant yeah. is. Um, it's equal to uh, the the square of distance uh, um, times their mass. This is true. You also found out something else regarding music lessons and the length of stay when you play a concert. Yes, I thought the gravita gravitational constant was more groundbreaking. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. But yeah, no people who um, perform on on our stage. Take more lessons. Rather, it, it should be said that people who take more lessons are more uh, apt to perform. Yeah. Greatest concerts of all time in the past 35 years. I, I, I skimmed through this and I'm pretty sure that I didn't see a band from Vermont on there. You sure didn't. Yeah. Now, let, let me do a quick. That's why I'm a little disappointed. Fish is not in this band and not in this list. <laughs> Get Lost Spin Magazine. I mean, even I can sit here and go like, hey, I appreciate the, <laughs> the specter. Very, very dance around the word like. I appreciate <laughs> and I understand <laughs> the, the uh, excitement. They are fantastic live. Uh, yeah, no, they put they on a great live show. Fantastic. They do great festivals too. Like they, That's it's like I, a whole three day like spectacle, hundred thousand people. Incredible musicians. But like, some of these concerts on here have like millions, millions attended. Oh, okay. Well, um, do you want to? No, wanna I want to talk more about fish, though. <laughs> well, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So, if you had a guess, or, or tell us, not guess, because I know you know. We've talked about this already. Your favorite concert from Fish was? Oh, uh, Hershey Park uh, in 2000 and. Yeah. 11, 12. Okay. They didn't have Candemonium on. Did you, have you guys been to Hershey Park recently? They have a new. New ride called Candemonium. It's really good. It's really high. Candemonium. Candemonium. Like candy. Yeah. Monium. Anyway, it's really good. It's the first. It's like the first one in the park, and you go on it now. I usually like a good portmanteau, but I just 
You uh, you like uh, you know like roller coasters? No, uh, a portmanteau is where you mash together words. Candemonium doesn't doesn't do it for you. It reminds it just I think of like aluminum cans. Poor man's toe. Portmanteau. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'm glad I got up today. So the first one, we're kind of no, we're top counting 10. from ten, top ten, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, top ten. Uh, coming in number ten. Do we have a we have a graphic for this? Uh, what's your name, Greg? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot your name. Remember when you told him to leave the iPad on the uh, table? Yeah, it's not on the table, no. is it? Well, it? well, the first one we have is Peter Gabriel's Secret World Tour. All right, so yeah, Peter Gabriel's Secret World Tour, because nobody heard what Greg said. Mm-hmm. Uh, from 93 to 94. Uh, the Secret World Tour saw Peter and his band play more than 150 shows around the world. The concert was filmed across two nights, 16th and 17th November of 1993, I guess it's a film, at the um, Palace Fort Nuevo in um, Modena, Italy, and was directed by Francois Girard. Uh, Peter's band consisted of Manu Cachet, who's on the drums, uh, Tony Levine, bass and vocals. Dave, I don't know why I need to know this stuff. And uh, Paula Cole, wow, Paula Cole vocals, special guest. Paula Cole was, uh, I don't want to wait for my life to be over. That's, that's, that's Dawson's Creek. Think about I Dawson's Creek. I don't want to wait. Yeah, that's Dawson's Creek. Yeah. It, Paula Cole. <laughs> it was special guest Papa Wemba and Jumbo um, Wemba. <laughs> Jumbo. I love Chumbo Wamba. Why is this number 10? I love Peter Gabriel, but I don't understand why. Uh, Genesis appears further up on this list. So they're they're taking two of the 10 spots on the old spin list. Is there another another Genesis somehow? No. Not in the top 10. Further up as in above greater than 10. Okay. Only one of the 10 uh, of these top 10 concerts uh, in um, Black History Month is uh, coming up soon uh, as an African-American uh, performer. But anyway, so Peter Gabriel. Do you yeah. like Peter Gabriel? Uh, yeah. I like Genesis more. Peter Gabriel, yeah. more Slay famous for... Yeah. Um, no, he's a solid musician, solid songwriter. Uh, and that's great, it. Great guitar player, he, right? He shaved this part of his head. Yeah. And the rest of his hair was long yeah. when he was in uh, Genesis. That's for, right. For a period of time. Did you guys know that? Yeah. Yeah, it was I freaky. He, used to, he was one of the, well, not one of the first, but definitely the someone who uh, on stage adapted a persona, kind of like David Bowie back in the 70s. Mm. But a lot of the times, yeah, like if you go back to the early days of Peter Gabriel, he was wearing costumes, he had masks on. He was, he was, he was, he was freaky. Here's a little clip from the, the we secret, got there? secret world Order. tour. Did they play like uh, old Genesis stuff? I don't know. I don't think so. Didn't they split sort of acrimoniously? Yeah, they never got back together. Genesis just played recently in Madison Square Garden, their farewell tour. In some ways, Genesis and Pink Floyd are, are similar because their lead singers kind of parted and yeah. they never really got back together. And uh, Peter Gabriel was one of, if not the, like, masterminds behind the early stuff. because He really wanted a very specific sound, specific stories to be told. Very interesting. Yeah. 
If you listen to uh, Phil Collins singing on like the early stuff, he actually sounds a little bit like Peter Gabriel. Yeah, I, I believe that. Yeah. yeah, crazy. Phil Collins is a great vocalist, amazing drummer. Mm. Uh, I can't drum anymore. That sucks. It does. Moving on. Moving on to number nine. Um, just in time for Black History Month. Number nine. Do we have a uh, graphic for this? Beyonce. Beyonce and Jay-Z's Jay-Z. On The Run Tour. Yeah. What year was that? I don't know. Oh, they were married at this time. Jay-Z's married to Beyonce. I still can't get, wrap my head around that one. But uh, Yeah. Elena wants to know what you guys are counting down. We're counting down the top 35 greatest uh, concerts of the last 35, 35 years. years. Fish is not on there. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. Cl- yeah, Clifford Ball, The Great Went, Limestone. So understandably, due to the large demand of this concert, uh, tickets uh, were selling out in minutes in multiple locations. Extra tour dates were added to the itinerary. And the tour came a commercial success, grossing $96 million in the first 19 North American shows and $109 million in total as well. The attendance totaling at 979,781. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. That's almost a million people. In- That's almost a million people. You're right. One of them got some cell phone footage, it looks like. Cool. Would you want to perform with your wife on stage? No. Why? Because um, I don't have a wife. Okay. I am alone. This is true. Uh, please call in at 201 <laughs> Well, now they only <laughs> there's only one guess. And then again, our number's listed on the Facebook. It is true. That's a real brave uh, phone number, not mine. Yeah, just dial in if you're interested in uh, Kevin. And if you have any complaints, please dial 347. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> please don't. I don't know the rest. Please don't. <laughs> the tour showcases the couple in a variety of Bonnie, Clyde, Bonnie and Clyde styles. Bonnie and Clyde, famous uh, Western uh, gangster folks of the, of the Western time. Yeah. Of the, of the old, olden times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bonnie and Clyde. Bank robbers. Uh, action and gun-packed situations. Critics generally lauded the tour, praising the extravagant st- set list, dynamic, and detailed theme and story of the show, and both artists' performance abilities. Cool. Good for them. Yeah. That's number nine. Uh, number eight. Uh, only, it can only be one person in number eight, right? Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Bruce. Bruce. At Bruce. Giant Stadium in 1985. Uh, we have a, what kind of clip do we have of, up of uh, Bruce? Like a picture of him playing the guitar. Okay. Kevin took the room here at, at the studio with Bruce Springsteen's um, rear in it. Yeah, it's it. the album art for Born in the USA. Yeah. Um, and it's just Bruce Springsteen's. Actually, I don't know. I don't know if that's Bruce Springsteen's butt. You sure about that? There's no face attached to it. I'm pretty sure it is. I mean, it could very well be. Um, but yeah, I was in that room for you know, like a couple of years before I uh, got a different poster. The nerve! And I don't know where I put the Bruce butt. Uh, I think you put it in front of my old office. Okay, which is now my office. Which is now your office. So you can't escape his butt. <laughs> He's actually, and there's another um, like black and white Bruce uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right outside of it, too. So you're surrounded by Bruce's butt. To be fair, 
Not a bad butt. As far as, as far as butts go, it's a grade A butt. Prime. PG. Again, folks, we're a PG show. Uh, this is part of Springsteen's Born in the USA tour. Uh, and it was uh, one of two giant stadium shows. Of course, in here in New Jersey, he's huge. Him and Bon Jovi. And um, what's the uh, the egg sandwich? Egg sandwich? Yeah, the egg sandwich. It's very, it's very big in New Jersey. Uh, bacon, egg, and cheese? No. Taylor ham, egg, and cheese? Taylor ham. So Taylor ham is pork roll. That's Taylor ham. Yeah, it's pork roll. When you buy it at the store, it says pork roll. No, so pork roll is the brand. Yeah. But it's not Taylor no, ham. No, pork roll is the product. Yeah. But it goes by Taylor ham. That's the brand name. If You, you, can't, you can't order a, a, a Taylor ham egg and cheese in New York City. They'll look at you like you're insane. But you can get a chopped cheese and they'll know what you're talking about. Delicious. I don't care for it. If chopped I wanted cheese. a sloppy joe with lettuce, tomato, and peppers in it, I would. What's, what's, what's chopped cheese? It's ground beef yeah. chopped yeah. with cheese. What kind of cheese? Uh, I think traditionally provolone. Mm. But you can have it with American or cheddar yeah. or whatever. Uh, uh, lettuce, tomato, peppers, onions, mayo, and uh, ketchup on a hard roll. But did you do you know what I'm talking about? Like, can you go outside of New York, uh, New Jersey, and order? A no, you might have to say, "Could I have a a, a pork roll sandwich?" But then they'd still, we've tried it. So, like, my girls have grown up here. I'm from Queens, New York, and we've you know gone to like a a Long Island bagel shop and, mm. and they'll say like can I have a Taylor ham and they look at her crazy mm. yeah and you know what else you can't get uh, around here but you can get in Philly is a uh, scrapple I don't know what that is scrapple is just uh, garbage meat product oh and it's in like a loaf form and you bread it and deep fry it or you flour it and you deep fry it um, it's actually not bad it's like spam but like tastier yeah um, I haven't had spam in a very long time. You know what else you can't get around here? You can, but like you have to like look for it. Is that white gravy, that south, that southern Ooh. sausage gravy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. really good. I make it myself because you can't buy it. Dinner at Kevin's house soon. Yeah, we'll have uh, those little uh, biscuits in, in and the Catnasium. Yeah, come up to the Catnasium. <laughs> biscuits and gravy. What you also can't find anywhere outside of New Jersey is this um, giant Bruce, stadium show. Bruce Springsteen. In 1985. <laughs> American icon. You think Bruce Springsteen's gonna pull? Uh, oh, actually, he's not. Cause he sold his whole catalog, so forget it. Um, the whole Spotify thing that's happening right now. What's happening with Spotify? Well, Are Neil they Young. Are their artists more? No, no, God no. no. <laughs> this is actually a really good point. So, Joe Rogan, big fan of the show. Yep. Uh, he made. He's got a hundred million dollar contract mm -hmm. for his podcast. Okay. So he makes a hundred million dollars from that. After right. taxes, maybe seventy. Yeah. And uh, most recently, he's had some controversial figures on there that have different viewpoints, meaning they just spew nonsense about, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, they just lie right, about yeah. No, yeah, science. Sure. Right. So it, it's, it made some people angry, so it made Neil Young angry. So Neil Young, obviously a scientist, um, <laughs> <laughs> decided that he's going to... Um, Everybody's a scientist. <laughs> 
pull his he threatened to pull his music off Spotify. Then Joni Mitchell came out of the cave and was like, I don't know either. I want my music off the tool. Right. And then um, that happened. So then Joe Rogan said, I'm really sorry. I should not have ever done this. And uh, so like he's trying to quell this whole thing. But then somebody said, or on Twitter, like, wait, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Now, now you're going to piss off the other Joe the other Rogan's making $100 million from Spotify, but I make 0. .006 cents yeah. per play. Yeah, yeah, So it's a big to-do. Did you guys hear about this? No? About Joe Rogan making butt tons of money on Spotify. Yeah. When you guys can read, right? What? He's making a when lot of money. A ton of money. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, one yeah. else, yeah. That's pretty annoying. It's very annoying. It's my God-given right being retired from the music industry to, to use Spotify and to make everybody not, you know, to not pay for music. It's my right. But you've made dozens of dollars. I've made dozens of dollars um, from the music industry. My most recent was $26.12. Have you heard of the platform Tidal? Yes. It it's takes like 57 plays for, you, for it to pay out, like a dollar. Oh. Which is good. Spotify, it's like something like that, yeah. Yeah. Apple Music is nope, worse than Spotify. Napster. Napster's back. Yeah. Remember Napster? You guys don't remember oh, wait, Napster. Remember Napster. I, was, I wasn't born yet, but I've heard the stories. Yes, you have. <laughs> He's heard the tales. <laughs> I've heard the tales of a... You weren't born yet. Those were, the, those were the wildest days of piracy. Music, music piracy. Yeah, that we used to sit in our computer and download stuff from the shared server stuff. Yeah, uh, you would download Mrs. Robinson by the Beatles or uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Gin and Juice by Fish. Sure. That's what they were labeled as. Um, sure. That's peer-to-peer -peer, uh, sharing for you. Peer-to-peer -peer sharing, no longer around. They need to change. Look, they just, honestly, we need to get rid of labels. Just, it's just, it's a bad, um, it's a bad business concept. Doesn't work anymore. Uh, number seven. I thought you were going to go off a little longer on I that. I can't. Battle him in the Republican. No, League. it's just. Number seven. Number seven's U2, my boys. Them That's boys. Sarajevo. Them good old boys from Ireland. The Irish rock band mm -hmm. held the concert at Kosovo. Kosovo? Kosovo. Kosovo. Kosovo? Stadium Kokomo. in Sarajevo. Sarajevo? Sarajevo. Sarajevo. Uh, Bosnia. And Herzegovina. Man, you <laughs> what are you guys trying to do to me, man? Why didn't you rehearse it? I didn't. <laughs> As part of the group's Pop Mart tour, uh, a huge fan of Pop Mart. I thought it was interesting. They were uh, the first major artist to hold a concert in the city after the end of the Bosnian War. Approximately 45,000 fans attended the show. That's not, not a lot. That's not a, that's not a lot. But I think because of the because of the right, war, right, right. you know, the peace, terrible. The genocide. show brought together different uh, ethnicities, which is a big deal back then, mm -hmm. and um, who had previously cashed a clash during the war. That was there was um, ethnic cleansing going on, if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah, not good. Uh, the show brought together. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> ethnic cleansing, not good. <laughs> Damn powers. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Although the band, uh, the band was displeased with their performance and lead vocalist Bono had dif uh, vocal difficulties, the concert was well received and was credited to improving morale among Bosnians. Um, the, the, the band considers that, uh, that to be one of their most proudest moments, and the, the concert was lauded by Bosnians. Uh, you two, actually, Bono, I don't know why he did this recently, but he went 
in an interview and said that he hates his voice and I think he thinks okay. that the, the, the name U2 is stupid. I kind of agree. I don't know why he did that. No, it's not that. It's it was named after a spy satellite, like. And then uh, and then along came UB40, which is named after a spy submarine. Yeah. Uh, it's probably because like everyone's just like, oh, it's U2. They don't. No, because they've been around for 40, 30 years, and yeah. um, we have a clip. They're a good band. We performed a bunch of their songs. Well, three of them, right? That was uh, way back at uh, 2019 St. Patty's Day Parade. Or yeah, that was 2018. fun. Love to do that again. That'd be Float, fun. Floating through Ringwood. Wait, were you guys on the Maggie's float? No. No, we were oh, right behind we, it. We uh, competed with the Maggie's float yeah. for Vine. And then at one point we jammed with them. We did? Yeah. I forget what tune it was. But then... They were just louder. Yeah, they were huge. Yeah. yeah. We played at Maggie's though. Really? Yeah, Christmas party. Yeah. That's cool. Sure it is. Well, I want to play there. It's a local venue. It is a local venue. I'll hook you up. I know. I know that. All right. Are you sure. <laughs> I don't know if I can do. That. Oh yeah, dude. Bro. Bet. <laughs> oh my goodness. All uh, right. We, we have some other stuff planned, so let's let's burn through these and then let's do the things. All right, so we've got Madonna at number six, Blonde Ambition Tour. Uh, she's looking weird lately, man. Have you seen a picture of her recently? She's like 70, though. She's 60. Okay. And... Yeah. No, it's more like... You heard her here, folks. <laughs> it's, she looks like uh, Stewie from um, Family Guy. Now. Yeah. Her face is like... Whoosh. Anyway... It's just like, it's plastic surgery gone wrong. Madonna, big fan of the show. Huge fan of the show. Thanks so uh, much for tuning in. Yep. Uh, 57 show tour. Melissa said she's not great live. I believe that. Yeah. yeah. She's just like disappointed. Yeah. 57 show tour began on April 13th, 1990 in Japan and concluded on August 5th, 1990. Okay. Um, in Nice. France. That's in France. Not nice. Nah. <laughs> uh, it's nice. marked. It marked Madonna's first concerts in Sweden and Spain, and originally planned as a Like a Prayer tour, world tour. It was uh, supposed to be sponsored by Pepsi. However, the company canceled the contract following the controversy surrounding the music video of Like a Prayer. You remember that? Like a Virgin. Like a Prayer. Like a Prayer. Um, it featured a Jesus-like figure that she was. Um, Having relations with. Wrong to be close to Jesus. <laughs> like one of the sacraments. Like, like the. No, Eucharist? it was. She yeah, I mean, it was. Um, she being baptized. The Pope, huge fan of the show. Pope, you Pope, know, uh, JP two. Yeah. Benedict. Yeah. Listen. Bet. I grew up. I grew up Christian. There's nothing wrong with that. It, it, it depicted a religious-like moment that people were offended by. Yeah. I guess I don't know the, the the constant offended stuff. Like, I, we all got to get over it, man. Well, the '80s were a time where the the Christian church like took some big hits between glam rock and Madonna. Yeah, like it was just like they were just getting it from every every direction. Yeah, they were. Moving on, number yeah. five. <laughs> oh come on! Yeah. Thank God you don't have a mic on. Nirvana. Um, 
So yeah, it's like uh, the concert is divided into five thematic sex, uh, sections, <laughs> segments. Metropolis, religious, Dick Tracy, because she was in that movie. Did you know that? No. Yes. Art Deco and Encore. Um, she had a, yeah, she was in Dick Tracy. It was a 19-ish, 90-ish movie she started with, uh, I forgot his name. And um, yeah, she used a lot of content that I think um, made the Catholic Church blush. This is what this is basically saying. Um, the, the Christian community uh, called it one of the most satanic shows in the history of humanity. Good for humanity. Seriously, we need to get over ourselves. Um, uh, we've got uh, approximately 90-ish to 102-ish years on this planet, maybe 77 years. And uh, <laughs> where, yeah, where are you getting those numbers from? <laughs> <laughs> maybe 50, 30, 20? Um, can we just enjoy the life that we have and stop making each other angry? Yeah, sure. But we live in a simulation, so it doesn't matter. This is true. Let's, you want to uh, take the next one? Yeah, let's go. Uh, Nirvana in Reading. Uh, Nirvana's a band. There they are. And Kurt Cobain. Yeah, it died. Dave Grohl. Yep. Now in the Foo Fighters. Yep. And the other one. They rolled them out in like a, wheel, a wheelchair. Stop it. The intern's an inch. No. <laughs> uh, Nirvana in Reading. Yeah, so this was a uh, big, big show for them. Um, this is as they were coming up, I believe. Um, he was pushed on chair with, uh, in a wheelchair. Oh, you were you were right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I thought you were a joke. I thought you were trying to crack I, I didn't, lies yeah. over there. No, I, didn't, I thought he was lying too. Yeah. Uh, he was met by uh, the bassist, Chris Novoselic, who shook his hand and That's told it. the audience that with the support of friends and family, he's gonna make it. Cobain pretended to struggle with to his feet and he stood up in front of the microphone and collapsed to the ground, lying motionless briefly. Cobain returned to his feet, put his guitar on, and the band immediately started to rock. Yeah, so as with the next artist on this list, this was like an instance of like the pressures of, of touring and creating and being in the spotlight. Like, Ironically, this is what everybody works for, and then you get to it, you get it, and yeah. then you're like, I hate it. I mean, yeah. It's just, it's just, again. Kurt Cobain cracked under it. Um, but it's what, it's, what you, it's what you want. But you see him on stage, and it, it, it appears that he's having a great time. I'm sure he is. Uh, this is the one they open, uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit, with... Um, yeah. What, uh, what pedals are you using for that, bu for that fuzzy sound? DS1, really? But it's got like, it's like a background fuzz. It's not like up in your face fuzz. It's got like the amp fuzz, the amp like distortion, and then the background, so it's all fuzzy. Cool. That's all, that's either just one pedal or the amp. That's just amp. Yeah. That's a DS1. That's the first pedal that I ever had. That's crazy. It's a crummy metal. sounding. Uh, it's a metal they pedal, right? It. No, no, you're thinking the metal zone. Like the boss, oh, yeah, boss yeah, metal. Boss zone. metal. I have that. <laughs> yeah, it, that's like got that that awful metal sound. Yeah. Cool. Um, anything more about this that we want to talk about? No. R.I.P. Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Rip. And, and live live in peace. Tom York, number four, Radiohead at Bonnaroo, 2006. Have you heard his uh, side project? It's uh, Smile. Yeah. The Smile. Did, did you listen to it yet? Yeah, it's good. There's okay. only one release, right? Yeah. 
I it's like new it. drummer and same guitarist, yes? Yeah, Johnny. Johnny's on it? Johnny and uh, t it's Tom. Uh, so it's like radio arm, not like radio head? Yeah, a little radio, radio like torso, maybe. Radio torso. We're talking about Bonnaroo in 2006. So th what, uh, what was released that year? Nothing. Uh, this was shortly after In Rainbows. Thank you. Well, it was in Rainbows 2008. And it yeah. says, uh, so this is after beautiful. Da, 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 da. You know, how about we read this this prose that uh, Magnus spent all night on? Um, at his typewriter. At his typewriter, no less. <laughs> Candlelit room. <laughs> <laughs> Dearest Kevin, all is well here in the wall. Um, Radiohead's headlining performance in 2006 ranks among the music festival's all-time great moments. The two-hour-long performance included not only beautiful renditions of songs from all across their legendary catalog, but we got to experience the unreleased songs that wouldn't come to fruition until their sonically beautiful 2000... Are you a Radiohead fan? Sonically uh, beautiful... Blah, uh, blah, 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 blah. 2007 effort in, uh, in Rainbows. The band's multi-instrumentalist Johnny Greenwood is quoted when referring to the concert saying, I hope the heat dust and the smell of the fine southern whiskey comes over as well as the songs. That's crazy that he said that. Okay. So, a little bit extra, but... Um, <laughs> Fanboy. You did not say that before the show. I would... Uh, I mean, I've seen videos of this. Um, great, great renditions of a lot of their, their tunes from uh, Amnesiac and from uh, OK Computer and even the Benz. Um, I would argue that the, the Glassbow, Glassberry? Glassberry. Glattenberry, thank you. No, um, pre-Kid A shows are worse in quality, but... Um, Pre-Kid A would be... Um, OK Computer. Pre-Kid A is 2000. Yeah, so they were touring OK Computer in Glattenbury. Glastonbury. Glastonbury. It was released in 2001, Right, Kid A. Um, but they had... Tom York had such a miserable time touring OK Computer, that's where a lot of... Um, the Kid A material came from. He had such a miserable time. Yeah. Touring the country. Yeah. Being on top of the world. Oh my. God. I just don't understand it. The song uh, How to Disappear Completely comes from uh, an experience that he yeah. had in Glastonbury. <laughs> um, and a dream that he had. And um, something that uh, Michael Stipe told him because uh, he was like saying, like, how, uh, you know, how do you deal with you know, being on tour every night and it wears you down. And Michael Stipe from REM told him, oh, just keep telling yourself, I'm not here, this isn't happening. We'll just count, uh, how to disappear completely. Thank God Tom York's still with us. Yeah, I felt thanks, like it was Tom. real touch and go. Thanks. <laughs> and could still be. <laughs> I mean, geez. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, thanks, Tom, for sticking around. Tom, fan uh, of the show. Nah, uh, coming in at number three, Love Fair. Love Fair. I don't know what this My is. My friend Sarah McLaughlin. You ever listen to Sarah McLaughlin? Arms of the Angels? Sure. Right? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, anytime you see a dog, that song plays. <laughs> uh, but seriously, folks, the Sarah McLaughlin of the mid-90s, her, um, her first two albums are really great. You want to check them out. Just, wow. Really good stuff. And um, yeah, so it was founded by her and a bunch of other people, and uh, it was a tour. There we go. Uh, it, was, it was like, it, it basically boosted female solo artists. Such as Liz Fair, Lisa Loeb, 
uh, Joan Osborne, The Pretenders, Bonnie Raitt, yeah. The Chicks, Missy Elliott. Hugely important, and like I think, I remember. My, I think I think my friend Rob went to it. I want to say he did. Liz Fair is great. You ever listen to her? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Who else was that? Uh, who else played? Uh, Joan Osborne, Lisa Loeb, The Pretenders, Bonnie Raitt, The Chicks, Missy Elliott, and Erica Badu. Joan Osborne of the the God Song, right? What if God was one of us? Yeah. yeah. I have a story about that, but we're not gonna tell now. This was an all-female touring festival. It was? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Great, we're running out of time, we gotta go. It was protested. It was what? <laughs> it was protested, because uh, there were Planned Parenthood booths and stuff. Oh, for crying out loud. Yeah. Like, this, this whole uh, podcast is, is the theme of uh, anger. Yeah. It's a very angry podcast. Anger first, information second. <laughs> you know, here at Real Brave, anger is important. Number two uh, is important. Yeah. You want to take the last two, Kevin? Uh, Queen at Live Aid, 1985. Oh. Great, you guys get the idea. Get uh, Queen. Uh, this was Live Aid, so it was um, a benefit concert for what? AIDS. AIDS. That's right. Very I actually, good. I actually didn't know that. I thought. I think Moderna's coming out with an AIDS antivi antiviral uh, vaccine shot. Oh, about time. Only took 40 years. Come on, Moderna. Get off your butts and do something. My body, my choice. I don't have to take that shot. And number one, the first Lollapalooza tour. Uh, do you have anything else to say about Queen? No, no, I have I don't think else we to need say. to say much else about Queen. Although I did say, um, I saw this thing today uh, on Twitter. I've been, I don't know why I'm obsessing over Twitter again. But it was, I think it's trending. Uh, if the Queen died, um, you know, what would happen? Who's next in line? Prince Philip. Yes. Yes. Um, I don't care. Okay, I don't care either. <laughs> no, wait, 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 go on. To, no, it's a, if the Queen died, what would happen? Um, Big Ben would explode. Is that right? <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> Big Ben! It just said Big Ben would literally just explode. The hand would stop moving. Yeah, yeah, it would stop. It would be like uh, Back to the Future, and then uh, Doc would come back. And Marty. if Queen Elizabeth died, Keith Richards would still be okay. This is true. Lollapalooza. You guys ever been? No. No, they're too young. There's, but there's a bunch of Lollapaloozas. There's, yeah, the, well, we're talking about the first one. The first coming one. at number one. Yeah. The most amazing, I guess, whatever of whatever. The nineties. Changed the trajectory of the 90s, bringing the alternative era into the mainstream. Uh, uh, Ice-T and Body Count, Nine Inch Nails, uh, Living Color, Rollins Band, Violent Femmes. That's right. That's right. What? Yeah, that's right. Uh, Carnival-like atmosphere, like a lot of fish festivals. Oh, fish didn't play? No. Uh, they have played Bonnaroo, though. Yeah? Yeah. Short set? Two sets. 99, uh, one of my bandmates, when we were away in Rhode Island, went to the... Uh, Same one that dated La Lady Gaga? It was... No. Oh. It was the... The mud one. The muddy one. It was Wood the 30th anniversary. Woodstock? In 99. Woodstock it, 99? Yeah. Nice. But it was Lollapalooza, wasn't it? No, oh. it was. It was. What, I'm, I don't know what I'm talking about. It went to a festival in '99. Yeah, it went to a festival. Okay. 
1999, uh, I was nine or ten. And, Why do you uh, do this to me? I had just discovered Limp Biscuit, I think. Who played at Woods, Woodstock '99? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we have some other features. Do we have time for them though? We, we've got a little bit of time. I gotta, I gotta do things. So speaking of concerts, right? Yeah. We do concerts here. We do. Uh, here's a clip of one of them. <laughs> that's the intro. Yeah, that's me all that, that for up. nothing. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it'll speak for itself. Let's see if it's working.
We're back? Yes. Hey. Hey, Hey, thanks for watching that clip from the winter concert. That was um, awesome. That's uh, Emma uh, doing a great job of a Motley Crue song. Yep. Kickstart my heart. Uh, Vince Neil has been performing that song with the, with the band. Mm -hmm. they, just, they reunited, and he's finally made that transformation from man to toad. Oh. Human toad. Really? Yeah, he, he's like a gigantic toad now. Good for him. I, I'm really happy for him. But that was really cool. Uh, yeah, so you can see that and actually all of our winter concert performers if by going to Real Brave uh, YouTube page. Yeah, you can. And take a look for t uh, Find Your Stage, yeah. which is uh, a documentary I uh, filmed and edited and produced, me along with Real Brave Media. Yeah, I know he's pushing this idea of Real Brave Media. <laughs> I feel bad calling it was your stupid movie the other day. Um, My stupid movie? You yeah, said that? I did. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> you didn't hear that? I said that live in front of somebody. Oh, man. I feel really bad. That's okay. No, it's it, it was, uh, it was it a was, passion project. It was really good. Um, he, he did nothing else but that for a couple weeks, and yeah, everything else fell by the wayside. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I should have probably been working. <laughs> um, but you can find that Craig, on Craig, you can YouTube. relate to that, right? I can. <laughs> Find your stage on uh, YouTube from uh, at Real Brave Audio or something. What on uh, the, the YouTube channel? On the YouTube channel. We, you know what we need? We need a hundred uh, subscribers, and then we can have our own YouTube channel. Wait, we, do, we don't have our own YouTube channel? No. All right, we do, but it's like a long uh, keychain oh. of numbers. Oh. Once you get to a hundred subscribers, we're at like eighty. Uh, then you then you can ch name your channel. Oh, really? Can I just make like a bunch of dummy Google accounts? I, I guess if you want to get us kicked off of YouTube. Is that what will happen? Oh, I have no idea. Uh, well, Don't say a lot. check us out. <laughs> Greg, Greg's catching on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> check us out on YouTube. Um, you can probably find a link to that somewhere. 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 Yeah. Um, but we're talking about concerts because we got concerts coming up, and uh, we're going to revolutionize the way we do concerts. Hey, now. They're going to be uh, m more frequent, less expensive, and uh, uh, same quality of awesomeness that yeah. you just saw. Um, and they're always a lot of fun. So uh, we're excited. Concert season, kickoff. Um, yeah. Registration opens, I think, today. Maybe. I didn't send out that email yesterday. Um, good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, got, I, I got sidetracked. It's OK. Sorry. Um, uh, and registration will close probably, I think, when it was first of March, maybe, and we're doing it at the end of April. So it does take a lot of work to prepare, um, but we're excited about it. We're very, we very, very excited. So check it out on YouTube. Um, check us out here. Um, do you want to? I mean, it's seven minutes to two twenty-two. Do you want to just play the game until then and then celebrate? I think we need to do it. Okay. At this point, right? I mean. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. All right. So what time is it right now? Uh, two fifteen. We've got seven minutes to two twenty-two. Do we have like sound? Can we like have like a a dance party at two twenty-two? Yeah, we just all aggressively clap. I would just say, just chant the number two. Two. One of us. All right, well, let's, let's do some multiple choice then. Okay. Here's Real Brave Trivia. Wait, this has got to be a theme for this. Real Brave Trivia. Real Brave Trivia. Yeah, that's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> really bad. I need, I need a, this is, this is important, man. I got to find, is there a way to do this on a watch? Like, I'm, come on. All right, what's the trivia game? It is 
true or false about uh, famous concerts? Or you got to say it loud. It is true or false about famous concerts. All right. It's going to be quite the show. Cool. Okay. And if you're playing along at home, <clears throat> there's nobody else watching. Uh, feel free to play along after this live broadcast uh, and, uh, you know, flex. <laughs> Alrighty. So the first piece of trivia is Tom Petty died one week after his final concert. Is that true or false? Well, it'll definitely, it will have been after his final concert. Yes. <laughs> but the amount of time. Yeah. So yeah. was it a week? Was it a year? Was it a day? So. Was it an hour? It could like have been. Bob could have been years. Could have been years. Yeah, I, absolutely. I'm, I'm going to lock, I got my answer locked in. Oh, who are you playing for, by the way? Huh? I'm playing for the Yankees. Okay. I'm going to play for the troops. All of them. Both sides. I don't know why I said that. Why am I doing that? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm playing for uh, mathematicians everywhere. You know, the speed of light in a vacuum is 300,000 kilometers per second. Really? Yeah. Whoa. It's like two, 299, 856 or something. Yeah, they were just talking about this on a, on a science uh, thing, mm -hmm. how there there's this new um, vehicle they're going to build that's going to go, drive. Uh, go one percent at the speed of light, which is a million miles an oh, hour. Not the Albuquerque drive. Yeah, yeah. It's a million miles an hour. So one percent of the speed of light, it still would take years to get to some planets. I mean, it's just absurd. It would take absurd. 400 years to get to Alpha Centauri. Yeah. Which I, don't think, I don't think anybody, I think years. you and I both uh, can geek out on this, but like I, I try to talk to this to my family and they just like, you'd see like the collective glaze yeah. over their eyes. I, I love when that happens. <laughs> I'm like, sometimes you can see Jupiter. I'm like, that's Jupiter right there. They're like, where? Where's Jupiter? Um, uh, there's a thing called the Albuquerque Drive, which is it's it's literal warp speed. Uh -huh. So you can't travel faster than light because anything with mass can't travel faster than light. Right. And light speed isn't even really the right term. It's just the term we give it. But it's just it's really what should be called massless speed, because the more mass you have, the more energy you need to put in to reach yes. uh, C. Um, so there's this uh, um, vehicle where it uh, contracts space behind you. No, I'm sorry. Contracts space in front of you. Literally, the fabric of space-time. And it expands uh, space-time behind you. And you move in this space-time bubble. And you can move at any, any, you can move faster than light. Yeah, and this is. Because you're not actually moving. Space is moving. Space is moving around us, yes. Very good. I just saw the glee. <laughs> Come, come over here. I was trying to think of like what to say that's really smart, and I can't think of anything to say is smarter than that. So. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's it would require uh, more energy than is in the known universe. The, the more energy, the more mass you have, the more energy it takes to move you. Well, yeah, but yeah, but specifically the way they're they're proposing to to bend space and time, like you'd have to, we'd have to create antimatter to uh, to annihilate matter yeah. to create the energy. Hey, what's the first question, guys? Interns are kind of like antimatter. Uh, Wait, you asked the first question. Yeah, so I would say, like, yeah, true. I forget what the question is, but I'm going to say uh, false. Tom Petty died uh, a week after his last concert. I'm going to say false. I'm going to say it was eight days. A week. Dan is correct. Oh, I win, uh, I win nothing. Ooh, I got three minutes. Two, two minutes to 222. Oh, my God. Let's oh burn through these God, questions. Oh, my God, two minutes. Uh, 
right. Oasis is a knob worth performance pulled in 5% of the British population. Is that true or false? True, because it's a small country. What was the question? Uh, Oasis drew a big crowd one time. Uh, true. Did you say true? Yeah. Okay, I say true. <laughs> All right, you're both correct. Yeah, yeah. I win still. All right, Led Zeppelin reunited playing a concert called Black Belt Concert. No. No. That's false. That is absolutely false. Both of you get a point. <laughs> Wasn't it called No Quarter? It's called uh, Celebration Day. Oh. Okay. Ah, <laughs> yeah. I had a DVD of them Little performing with, uh, in India. John Bonham's son was on drums. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. All right, Metallica's Moscow performance was reportedly attended by 1.6 million people. Is that true or false? False. A true. My mind. That's our one-minute warning, folks. Ah, so this once-in-a-lifetime event. Last question, last question. After Green Day's Woodstock 94 performance, they were as clean as a baby's butt cheeks. What? Huh? As you, mu you must know this concert in order to get it. Uh, clean as a baby's butt cheeks? They were clean. They left. They left. I mean, I don't have any babies, but I know secondhand that they're not typically very clean. The butt cheeks aren't. No. They're clean. You gotta like baby powder. You gotta wipe it. Yeah. Babies are very, very dirty and gross. Never. All inspiring to have a kid. Um. True. I don't really know what the question is. So the question is whether or not they left clean? Yes. Like, oh. as in they didn't have mud on them? Oh, no, this is false. They uh, then they had mud on them. They're that's very famously muddy. False. Yes. Now, we've yeah. got 10 seconds left here until she's 22. Both of you said false. Right? It's 222 now. It's 222 right uh, now. 222! We have, but wait, wait, wait. We have uh, about 12 seconds till 222.22. The seconds in, in six, five, four, three, two, one. Yeah! Congratulations! Two, two, two. Very good. All right, very good. Um, I've had enough of this. That's very good, guys. Uh, 222 on February 2nd, 2022, and 22 seconds is also. Congratulations, Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter Day, maybe that'll happen. Plus we had Ukulele Day and the 35 Greatest. Oh, out of the, the whole thing. Should have been the, the 22 Greatest. But anyway, Real Brave is a music studio. Uh, we do lessons online. Go to realbraveaudio.com. And um, thank you for watching. This is, a, this is a long one. Sorry about that. Uh, but we've had, always had a good time here, here on Real Brave Live. Smash that like button. Real Brave Live. Real Brave Live. Woo! That was fun. <laughs>